And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what the hell button do I usually push? Oh, yeah, this one. Go ahead, baby. Is this working? The pause before we actually get into it is making it funnier. Oh, <laughs> gross! You guys know we're Bobby live said, right now, right? Don't say I what know. I said. You know we're literally live right now. I know, but Bobby said something you don't really gross before we went live, and it's the imagery's in my brain, and I hate him for it. You're welcome. <laughs> They're all a mess. So, when we last left our heroes, having found their way to the Drellium Institute, the party found themselves in the cellars in hopes of freeing their friend Oksana, only to have been be met with an ingenious mage who seemed to marvel in the ball-bearing-isk way, creating a strange ball-bearing golem that caused quite a problem for many of the group. With his scattershot blasting out through the entirety of the cells, two of our members went down. And in a last-ditch effort to save one of them, Basil hustled over to V and tried to activate her ring of teleportation and with a little luck was able to convince her mind to take her back to the manor proper. While the rest continued to try and flee the scene, now moving through a small corridor that where they were able to find their way into. It was Basil who was left behind. Now completely invisible, the strange mage called out to him. And surprisingly, Basil responded. The two seemed to engage in a bit of a conversation, with the mage questioning why they would break into the Drellium Institute, but more specifically, why they were taking prisoners in a time that they have not done so in a very, very long time. Basil then proceeded to tell the mage of all of the atrocities that he's seen, from going to the astral plane, to meeting the Crimson Herald, and her seemingly input within the Drellium Institute these days. And surprisingly enough, the mage believed him, offering him assistance in the way of magical items to disperse the strange Crimson Herald. While the rest of the group continued to travel through the small narrow tunnels, hidden tunnels of the Drellium Institute, they finally made their way out. And luckily enough, did so with relative ease. Once they had left the vicinity of the Drellium Institute, party realized that Oksana no longer had her ring of teleportation, and so they thought it best to hide her away somewhere, making a few su suggestions, potentially taverns, somewhere else. But it was Oksana who made the decision that it's best that she hide out with Maggie and Carlos, an elderly couple that not only housed her for a time being, but also Grimoire. Finding their disguises, the group made their way throughout the People's Ring, finally making their way back down to Dog's Breath proper, where they left Oksana and headed back to the manor. Back at the manor, 
V had teleported back to the, the familiar gazebo. And while in a state of unconsciousness, riding the line between life and death, she was visited by what could only be described as a messenger. A soul from the other side. An old companion, Grimor. Grimor informed her that things were looking rather bleak. And even on his side, people were starting to talk. There were talks and concerns that there would be more and more souls joining the afterlife shortly. But V and Wilhelm and Oksana and the rest still had a chance. But they had to find the one known as Aurelia in order to do so. Luckily enough for V, Jed Pluck. And who was the other one? Oh, right, Tristan. And Tristan seemed to all be present at that point. Just so happens. They were able to heal her and bring her back up to her, her feet. Bringing in, her inside to rest, it was not long after that the rest of the party, save for Oksana, made their way back to the manor. As they did so, they started to discuss what potentially could be done next, and who this person Aurelia was. As it turns out, Aurelia was the nephew of the current king. And it just so happened that she was also a student of a scribe named Cesora Goldgrip, who happened to take her students to, the, to a, a nearby garden, the Calepsi Garden, for teachings from time to time. The group thought it best to visit this garden and potentially connect with Cesora trying to find what connection Aurelia had with the final book. And as the party rested for the evening gathering for a night's dinner, a strange knock was heard on the door. As they answered, none other than Mars, Remor's biological father, seemed to stand out front, hoping to speak with Oksana. And so, our story continues... You all stand somewhat in shock, looking down once again on one of these nectar individuals. Some may recall what Pops had been talking to Oksana about, and potentially could recognize the individual standing in front of you. Uh, I am uh, looking for Oksana, the small babbits says out loud. You can see... He seems relatively elder in comparison to the rest. His white fur now patching in small greys. His clothes, albeit what would have looked like prestige at one point, are now worn and tattered. You can see stains of soot and grime throughout. You see a high blue-collared... Uh, his high-collared blue... Long coat, now faded from years of use. He looks both timid and somewhat nervous. Hello there. I'm sorry to say that Oksana isn't in at the moment. Um, but please, please, come in. Look, 
Are, are you hungry? You look like you could use some food. He looks around to all of you crowding around the doorway as he steps back a little bit. I... No, no, I, I'll, I, I'll just wait for Oxana. Is how, how do I leave this place? That's oh. a question. How did you get here? This is a pocket dimension. Did Oxana give you a ring? He holds up his ring. They, yes, this one. She, he said, to she said to think of a safe place. And it would take me to her. Well, this is actually quite fortuitous for us to be. Uh, I mean, until now, I thought that possibly the enemy had hands on one of our rings and could have come here at any moment. So oh, <laughs> it's a lot better. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot we didn't know that Oxana had given it. Oops. <laughs> I assure you that I'm no enemy. I... Tried to save Oksana the best that I could. Especially after she told me what happened to my son. But I am no longer working for the enemy. Trying to find some good to do in my life with what's left. Your son... His name was son? Siv. I thought it was Grimoire. I thought that the, the way you described him to me, he sounded like this. Uh, I believe that's the name that Oksana used. Grimoire. Oh, oh my, I'm so sorry. <laughs> just sort of like, I'm, I'm going to go make us some snacks. <laughs> he just sort of hustles <laughs> off to the kitchen. <clears throat> Your Grimoire's father. Yes. then you are welcomed here. Uh, Grimo was very, very dear to many of us. Please, I'm glad to um, know that he had friends. Uh, he did. And, uh, well, I, I know this may not be necessarily the, uh, the time or place, but if you do have time, I would very much like to share with you his story from when we met. I, uh, and I'm going to, um, sort of reach for my black book, which I record everything in, but realize it's still not by my side. Um, I, I'm, I'm a storyteller of sorts, and I think you should know the tale of Grimoire. Basil, go ahead and make, uh, make a persuasion check with advantage for me. Uh, From the kitchen. Well, while that's going on, you just hear, one of your magic users should probably send word for Oksana. <laughs> I could, but she'd have to be asleep, and she won't like me when she comes back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't... I don't... Don't have any way of doing that, Wilhelm. Could, would you like me to go and, and retrieve her? Or? What did she say? Did she say she was coming back, or did what was the plan? Did you just we we were going to bring her a ring, uh, uh, so 
Oh, if you're looking for a ring, and Mars takes off the ring that he was gifted to by Oksana. Here, you, she can have hers back. Well, uh, at, at least for now, if if no, uh, if not for any other reason than to get her here to see you. And he'll take the ring and he will leave to go get Oksana. Okay. All right. Uh, Careful. <laughs> uh, Basil got a 21 on his um, persuasion. All you hear him say is what before he teleports out. <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> Scrump's going to eye up the uh, being prepared food is now open for the taking, so. All right. <laughs> With a 21, you see the small Babbit Mars start to ease a little bit, no longer seeming as tense as he was a moment ago. I, all right. As he slowly starts to make his way into the door, through the doorway, he looks around. This is... A very nice home you all have here. Thank you. We, I think very few of us would be here if it weren't for your your son and his contributions to our efforts. Um, I would like to hear more about tea? him. T tea? Yes. Yes, I would. Please. I'll um I'll go go fix some tea and then um take a seat with um with Mars. I'll um I'll start by using my um fabled stories ability in order to create these silent images uh, to kind of um, accent the story that I'll tell. The story I tell is of the small babbit with a single arm and a single leg who began with a journey into the astral sea with a group of unknown individuals as they uh, banded together fled giant strange insectoid creatures got aboard a grand vessel and sailed across the stars was wrapped up in a blanket and cast adrift fought against slavers and um, giant hippopotamus-like creatures aboard, <laughs> uh, aboard multiple vessels, delving into the bodies of gods and facing head-to-head -head with vampires from beyond the void, to return to a city floating in the stars and eventually learning uh, many truths about the world and the universe far beyond the scope of the city of Dawnsgate, to eventually face his nightmares, his truest confrontations in a realm of darkness, eventually learning that the light between his friends was what interconnected him throughout the entire experience. And eventually learning the fate of the world and what was at stake, putting not his family, his life, but his friends above all else. And the sacrifice he made in that final moment, I'm not going to show the moment that Grimoire died. Just that last standoff against this incredible ooze creature, which would inevitably take his life. Your son, Mars, was very brave. And um, 
his axe still carry bravery with them, with me and the others. I hope you know that, um, that he lived proudly. From what's been told to me, he was quite a hero. And I've been foolish for so long, trying to do the same. I lost sight, joined the wrong cause. But it's good to know that the sins of his father did not get passed down. And for that, Dag, you go ahead and can mark down inspiration for paying attention during the campaign. Yeah, that was really (laughs) sweet, Dag. (laughs) Yay! Good homage. Damn it, stop making Jess cry. Oh. <laughs> I can't, guys. I can't. Welcome back, Jess. I can't. I hope that I can help too. The Crimson Heralds. She talks a big game, but her ends. They don't align with the rest. What do you mean by that? My story is also filled with hardships. Long ago, before we left the grove, I had a wonderful family, a new son, a beautiful mate, but she was taken from me. I couldn't protect her, and so I desperately wanted to bring her back. I've spent my entire life learning of restoration magics. Five years ago, I was approached by the one that is called the Crimson Herald, who had a proposition for me. She said that she had access to an ancient magic knowledge that had the powers to right the wrongs of the past. That it had the ability to return someone, no matter how lost they are. And in my obsession, confusion, and pain, I agreed. I began translating part of an ancient scroll, mind you. It was clearly a copy. It had one of the strangest and most powerful rituals I've ever seen on it. So much so that she would only allow me to translate one third of the scroll. I'm sure she had other people working on the other parts. But still, magic I've never seen before. 
part of the reason why Oksana and I came to meet. She has something in her that's referred to as the God Seed. Something. Yeah. yeah. That's what I said. That's what I said. Yes. Uh. The God Seed is a small potential. Throughout these lands, throughout this world, the gods have left it behind many, many years ago. But you can't contain divinity. It cannot be kept as prisoner. And it will find a way. There are few who hold this God seed within their blood. The potential to bring divinity back into this world. Your friend Oksana was one of those people. And it was a crucial component to this ancient ritual she seek to perform. So you, uh, th through the Crimson Herald, you were harvesting Oksana's blood to use in the next ritual, let me guess. The har something about a harvest festival or something. The harvest moon. Yes. Mm. Did she talk about what she thinks would happen when this god is resurrected? She said that the world would be right again. That the time of mortals ruling would be over. That our greed, our disagreements, would all come to an end. When an ultimate power showed themselves to lead the way, that this god, the butcher, would help me bring my love back. But the more I saw of her demeanors and actions and perversions, I realized. This is not a god to follow. This is a god that would rule over all with tyranny and an iron fist. Did she say what caused her to start on this path? No. She was very to the point. Not sharing much about herself. Just her motives. And the next step to be taken to get us there. 
All I will say of her from what I've discovered is she is cruel. She is callous. But she's also calculated and very intelligent. Well, not to give you too much information here, but I think it's safe to say that we all agree here that that is um, not something that we want to see come to reality. So it's our goal, this group's goal, and at one time, Grimoire's, to stop her. I don't suppose... You have anything that you think could help us, information-wise, maybe where she is, or where she will be, or anything on where this Harvest Moon thing happens. Most of her plans she's kept guarded from me. All I was there to do was experiment with the God Seed and translate the ritual to the best of my ability. It seems there aren't many who have the capability to understand such old language. Very strange markings. Someone very wise. But with almost childlike splendor. Sorry, you mean somebody else that was reading the, the the scrolls? No, the writer of said scroll. Oh. What? Do, do they have a name? Not on the page that she gave to me, or the portion of the scroll. But, as I said, the two other parts I was never able to see. Albeit... Strangely enough, there was one section on it that I always found curious. A symbol of sorts that I could never fully understand how it correlated with the rest of the spell. It looked to be of what would be known as an ice cream cone. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, sounds delicious. Oh, no. <laughs> That's our oh, girl. Oh, no. What has she <clears throat> done? <laughs> no. How much? How much of uh, Oksana's blood what are you able to get? And how close is she from actually completing her goals? Well. We were able to obtain enough for what would be needed for the ritual. Surprisingly, in a concentrated form, you wouldn't need much. It is merely the catalyst to the rest. In terms of her ability to use it, Unfortunately, I believe I gave her more information than I should have. While not all, it wouldn't be long for her to be able to figure out the rest. Can't you just message him up and be like, Hey, that stuff I told you before, I totally got it wrong. This is the new info. 
and then give them wrong info. A lesson I wish I would have learned some time ago. Nah, it's okay. Hmm. So our goals are to resurrect this god in order to bring people back from the dead. Is that what I'm understanding? That was the promise she offered me. What she plans to do once the gods resurrected. Well. Again, she keeps most of her cards held very closely to her chest. What I'm what I'm just not understanding in this in this plan of this really intelligent brute of a woman. Who honestly I relate to a little bit. She's trying to resurrect this god to make everything better in the world, right? So, what does she, what's to stop this god from ruling over her? She seems to me like the person that wouldn't want that. Does she think this god will respect her, or will she be its equal? I don't understand. Does, will she transcend or something? It doesn't make any sense. Why would you bring something back to rule over you? Basically, you're wondering what's in it for her. Right. Anger. I would also say power. To resurrect so a god, to be the one responsible for it. She's just betting that this god will respect her for it. And what, she'll be its right-hand person or something? I don't know if she's necessarily going to be using the same logics as us. A person in pain who drives themselves towards rage and anger do not need logical explanations or benefits. Sometimes the goal is to simply watch things burn. When I met with the Crimson Herald, she seemed to have very much a commanding presence. But even I couldn't get information about what her true goals were. And I don't know if that's entirely because she was able to, I don't know, conceal them from me. Or if simply once the god has been resurrected, that is the end of the plan. Destruction is everywhere. The sympaths are unleashed. The world as it is, is changed, and that could simply be its entire goal. I would wager, no matter what happened to her, at some point, perhaps she too felt pain and loss. Haven't we all? Give strange motivations. Blind your mind's eye. Pushes you in directions you never thought possible. I can attest to this.
Not to be a broken record here. <laughs> just wondering. Just need to make sure we've got all our information here. You don't know where this harvesting moon ritual thing will take place. The Harvest Moon is a citywide celebration. Right. Sorry. I meant... um. It's safe to assume at this point that is the same time frame that she will be performing this ritual. So I guess I'm trying to geolocate where that might happen. There are a few spots that I could see it potentially happening. But none more of an indication than the opening ceremonies. That's pretty easy. We find a way to crash the ceremony. We're pretty good at showing up in places we don't want to be. I'm pretty sure the ceremony would be open to all anyway. And that would be perfect. We don't even need tickets. We could just go in. And we won't even suspect a thing. But do we want to be waiting for the 11th hour before we make a move? I don't know what time the ceremony is. You have any other way Yeah, whatever that time is. Do you have a way of contacting this Crimson Herald? Me? God, no. Not you. I mean, no. And now... I I, you were that. working for her. How would you contact her? And how would you set up a time to get to get together? I don't believe it would be wise to try and contact her again. My disappearance would be questionable. If she knew that I have left, I could be marked as a deserter. Even if it was said that you were just getting water information to complete the ritual? She ensured that I had everything I needed. And I don't know if I speak for everyone, but I'm not overly keen on putting Mars in any more danger than he has already endured. We already have a goal. Aurelia, even if these vision has even a an inkling of truth that at least at least provides us something to be able to do without necessarily forcing the hand of the Crimson Herald. She has powerful allies, and she herself is strong enough to, well, let's be honest, have felled us in the past. If we can get aid from Aurelia, I think that is our best bet for now, at least. That's, I agree on that. One last question. <laughs> yes. Um, since you've seen one third of this ritual would you be able to estimate how long it takes is it a really long cast is it five minutes is it a day is it one person does it require a bunch of people or like what what are the what's our time frame once it starts to stop it I'm sorry, but without seeing the rest of the scroll, it's near impossible. Shot in the dark. 
if we could somehow recover the other pieces of the scroll. Or perhaps find another copy. I might be able to translate the rest. Wait, that's not the scroll that Tristan is working on, right? <laughs> Out of game. Let's see. Um, an ancient scroll that describes a ritual of ma major restoration that they went and got that you have in oh your possession right now. I'm so sorry. I wasn't team scroll, okay? Yeah, we weren't a part of that crew. Yeah. Yep. Fucking <clears throat> Tristan and Rob. Tristan has it. Hey. You know. I was I, I wasn't there. I was just giving the scroll. Nobody told me it wasn't worth it. Remember last <laughs> time you said you were supposed to be deciphering it, but yeah, you weren't. I'm, I'm starting now. I haven't read anything yet. Uh, v V will elbow Tristan in the ribs. This, yes. This is your cue. You have the scroll. I do. I, do. Oh, I take it out and look at it and start reading it. You have a copy of the scroll. He immediately reaches up and pulls it out of Tristan's hand, turning around. Yes. Oh, look at it. It's going to smell like stinky leg. Yes, this is uh, ice cream. Yes. Yes. This is it. This is what she's been. I've, I've been working on this. You have it all. How did you come in possession of this? We have our ways. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Um. <laughs> uh... With this, I can find many more answers for you. I, I just, do you have a place where I could sit and, and potentially a quill, paper? Um, uh, I think that's all I would need for now. L library? Library, yes, yes. That way. Uh, Show me. I half expected one of you to tell him no and to sit on the floor. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll walk with him with the, to the uh, to the library. Okay, Mars immediately leaves behind Tristan, being following behind. Is it just me, or do I find ourselves trusting many people who have literally just came from the other side? I mean, granted, he's Grimor's father, but he was literally working with her. And now we're handing over the scroll just like that? Well, if you want, you're welcome to hand back your magic item. What, you talking about the sword? Hmm. <laughs> so what are you getting all bent out of shape for? No, 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 I'm just saying. I simply asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, speaking of which, um, I do need to give these to Oksana. And I, um, I hold up the braces of defense and go, I wonder where Oksana is right now. She's still He's... elsewhere. Yeah. Funny house. you would say that, Dag. Oh, I From know. From down in the regions <laughs> of Dog's Breath. A small, more hut than home. Oksana stands outside of the doorway. The evening now over top of her. Oksana, you pause at the door. Waiting to knock. The events of the last few weeks continue to reel through your mind. Being back in front of Maggie and Carlos's door seems both a blessing and a curse. 
what would you like to do? Not going in. But you guys told me <laughs> to stay there. She'll she'll kind of like hang her head a little bit because I she's trying to imagine what she could possibly say. And then she'll kind of like take a deep breath and she'll knock. Carlos! Carlos, can you get the door, Carlos? Carlos! You see the door twist and turn open. Standing before you, a smaller elderly woman, Maggie, stands. Oh, Oxy, welcome home, little one. It's so good to see you. What are you standing out there in the dark, knocking on the door? You know to just walk in. Come on, come on, child. She grabs you by the wrist and pulls you into the door. As you enter in, you immediately are hit with the warmth of both a physical and emotional sensation. The only home, aside from with your mother bear, that you've ever really known. The smell immediately of her rabbit stew fills your nostrils. And the smell of warm baked bread wafts in from the kitchen. For a long time, since being held captive with the Crimson Herald, and possibly even before that, this is the first time you felt at home in a very long time. Oksana will... Uh, she's still very, very happy to be home. There's some mixed emotions, but she's very happy to be there. And she's very happy to see them okay uh, because she's, you know, been worried. So um, she'll kind of like, um, like allow herself to be led, but also kind of give like a side hug. Hello, hello, Maggie. It's so nice to see you. It's good to be home. Oh, Oxy, you, you look amazing. You smell terrible. You look amazing, though. You're probably starving to death. Let's get you some food. Carlos, wake up! And she kind of kicks his foot uh, <laughs> as she walks by the, the couch that he seems to be residing on. Oh, well, uh, oh, Oksana, it's so good to see you again. Oh, 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 my back yeah of course you're back you keep sleeping on the damn couch come get some food well stand up let me crack it oh no you break it for me that's uh you're too strong for me oxy always All have been right, if you're sure okay just lightly just lightly we do it the same <laughs> way you did before and he holds his yes. arms behind his chest as he leans towards you <laughs> she'll she'll pick him up and then she'll be like, okay, deep breath. <gasps> and then, okay, breathe out. Oh. And then she'll squeeze a little bit to crack his back. You hear a number of cracks down his back. Oh. I demand a contested strength check, right? <laughs> to see if you <laughs> this man. <laughs> Somebody's rolling a one. Well, when you're Holy rolling, shit. When you're rolling with a D2. What have you been doing, Carlos? Oh. You have to take it easy. 
Yes, well, it's, uh, work has been a little bit harder lately. We've been doing a lot for the Harvest Festival, Harvest Moon Festival coming up. They've ordered a number of, uh, how you say, uh, towers, poles, big All wooden was. sticks. Yes, for the effigies. What is this effigy? An effigy? Yes. It is like a, a person, but not a real person. Like straw stuffed into clothing to make the body look like a person. What are they doing with these fake people? Well, they burn them. They are pretending to burn people. Yes, it is part of the Harvest Moon ritual. Is this are these specific people or just they are dressed up <laughs> like random people? I'm confused by this. I usually spend harvest in the forest with my mother bear. Yes, it's, it's too crowded. A very strange tr tr tradition, but it's supposed to memorialize the completion of work for the season, that the people can finally rest. I believe it's meant to be the embodiment of the working class, farmers, carpenters, bakers and butchers. It just seems like strange thing to do for festival to burn fake people. <laughs> I don't... But, uh, you know, don't let them work you too hard, Carlos, you know? Tell them what's what. Yes, well, with the Harvest Moon Festival around the corner, I don't think I have to work too hard going forward. Plus, I have been thinking about retirement lately. I think this will be good for you. It's time. Yes. Perhaps we'll join you in the forest one day, a small cavern. I will build you a good strong house, we and will... my mother bear will protect you. We'll build it together, Oxy. You, me, and Grimoire. Like. She'll she'll hesitate a little bit. Um. And I'm guessing, uh, yeah, she wouldn't really have much to say after that. I feel like she would wait to be asked. Okay. Well, come on, you two. Come sit down. The food's getting cold. The two of you yes. now join in the kitchen. A small round table barely fits you, Oksana. But you've made do in the past. You'll do it again. Smells delicious. Rabbit stew? Oh, you know it, child. Only the best. My favorite, my favorite. And then she'll just like back to her old ways. I imagine the table is like in, but she's like hunched over in between her thighs. And just, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, I, I always felt uh, kind of bad about the rabbit stew when Grammy was here. But, I mean, 
now that you two are off on your adventures, having the time of your life. Uh, I guess once in a while it can't hurt. I think Grimar would be grateful. I'm sure he would be. Yeah. So tell us more about your adventures, Oxy. Am I DCing? I feel like I DC'd. You're back, you're back. You're okay, good. Okay. You're good, you're good. Tell us more about okay. your adventures, Oxy. It has been complicated time. Some good days, some bad days. I think, Maggie Carlos, I have some very sad news. It is important I share with you. Oh? Normally, I would come back home with Grimoire. Well, you're I probably don't... so both so busy nowadays. Yes, that is that is true. But you must know nothing would keep Grimoire away from you. Something has happened. Oh. Is he all right? No. No, he is not. What's wrong, child? She reaches out and puts her hand on top of yours. Grimoire is gone. Like he left? No, Carlos, he's gone. He's gone forever. Like he moved Carlos. He fell in battle. Saving my life. Sana. We're so sorry. We knew how much he meant to you. We loved him as well. And he loved you. Look at the magnificent home you gave him. And she gestures to his little area under the stairs. Leaning back, you can see the door underneath the stairs. Tilted open. A number of trinkets still hanging. She won't spend too much time looking at it. Oh, Oxy, 
Maggie stands up and walks over and just wraps you up in her arms. Even though a small and relatively weaker older woman, you've never felt such a big and warm embrace before. You feel, for the first time, in contrast to your rage, the sadness and the grief. And as you bury your heads into the nape of Maggie's neck, she slowly begins to stroke the back of your hair. You feel almost as if a child again. A few moments passed as she pulls back. Looking you in the face, she wipes some of the tears away. It's all right, child. You go ahead and cry. You go ahead and be sad. I'm sad too. But if you say that Grimoire did it to protect you, that's true love. He loved you very much, Oxy. Don't ever forget that. And he didn't die in vain either. This I know in my heart, Maggie. Thank you for your words. I just miss him. It was my family. Losing someone that close is gonna sit with you for a long time, dear. Carlos and I we had a child once, too. We lost them, you, too. You did not tell me this. Not something that we tell a lot of people. Too much to hurt. I am sorry for your loss. So are we. But it was a long, long time ago. And while it still hurts, sometimes you have to find meaning in things to help with the pain. We lost someone dear to us. But then you came along and Grimoire. And you both filled this house, house with joy and love again. And I'm not saying that Grimoire will ever be replaced in your heart. But one day, 
the hurting will be less. And someone else will be able to fill that heart of yours up again. Is the circle of life. It feels a long ways away. Will you stay here as long as you need, Oxy? It would be nice. I have missed you both. And I know Grimoire would have loved to see you again. He loved home. Remember how challenging it was to get him to leave. Oh, getting him here in the first place? Oh, my God. That boy barely said a word for weeks. Just skitter outside underneath that staircase, steal some of our stuff, and run back underneath. You came long way from that. I can't tell you. He sure did. He sure did. As the night progresses on, dinner is finished up. Carlos starts a small fire in the fireplace. And as you spend the majority of the evening telling stories of Grimoire, only the happy ones. The days of you walking through the marketplace, him on your shoulders, snatching things off of carts and market stalls. And many, many more. Closer to the end of the evening, when... Maggie and Carlos are ready, ready to retire. Another rap on the door, a little bit heavier. Who could it be at this hour then? Carlos? Wait, 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 wait. Let me check. You guys sit down, relax. Oh, it's nothing, dear. Don't you worry about it. Who's going to come up in here? That's Don't you worry. And she begins to walk towards the door. Oh, I'm going to have my hand on my sword. <laughs> Just in case. Oxy, relax. You're too paranoid. As she opens the door, a very large man stands in front, towering over her. Very wide shoulders. And a strange lopsided white hat. Hmm. Just above a very furled mustache. Oh, uh, we're sorry. We're we're not in the market for any knives, but appreciate you stopping by. Uh, maybe come nope. a little bit earlier next time. But good boy, good keep up the good work. No, I'm just, Take I'm care so, now. So, so, and she closes the door just... in your face. <laughs> I swear these door-to-door -door knife salesmen sometimes, they just come at the most undecent hour. Right before oh, bed, sometimes before Maggie, you sit down for Maggie, dinner. I can't Maggie. believe this place. This is going to the dogs. This is a friend. This is a friend. You're friends this with must... a knife salesman? Yes, this mustache guy. Yes, they are friends. 
You can let him in. He's a good guy. All right. He has she a beautiful dog. She opens the door again. Uh, now Wilhelm is standing there with his hat kind of uh, tucked into his chest. I I am sorry to intrude on such a late hour. Um, That's fine. You can come in. Oh, come thank on. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. He like, just gingerly like tries to like walk past her. <laughs> and then... uh. Just as Maggie's going to close the door, uh, Petunia comes thumping into, into the room as well. <laughs> oh, boy's a monster! Oh, Carlos, look at this little hairy one! Aren't you adorable? She He's barely needs sweet. to bend down as she starts ruffling uh, oh. Petunia's face. Uh, she, You can see the amount of slobber that seems to be getting all over her hands because of it. She doesn't seem to care whatsoever. <laughs> You're just a tiny little baby, aren't you? Oh, you must be starving. Oh, let me get you a treat. Carlos, you gotta get the treats! <laughs> and she immediately storms off into the kitchen. I'm sorry about my wife. I'm Carlos, and she's Maggie. Welcome to our abode. Wilhelm, it's a pleasure to meet you both. Again, I'm so sorry for coming here so late. Ah, not a problem. We're used to things like this. I, I, I am here for a reason, of course, uh, Oksana. I know that we never got to really be properly introduced ourselves. Uh, but everyone we else will. is a bit... Yes, well, that's right. I understand you're the leader of the group. Is that what they said? <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> I look forward to seeing your uh, tactical prowess. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, you actually have a visitor at, at the manor. Um, I don't mean to pull you away from your company here, uh, but yeah, it's uh, a small fellow uh, by the name of Mars. Mars, yes. Y yes, yes. Uh, Mars, as you see... Uh... As you see Maggie come in with another bowl of rabbit stew, as she puts it down in front of uh, in front of Petunia, Petunia immediately just diving headfirst into the bowl. That sounds like a candy bar. What kind of stupid name is Mars? Maggie, this is Grimor's father. Oh, you found his father. We found each other. Oh, hot damn! I think we were fated to meet. I like to think so. <laughs> uh, no such thing as coincidence, right? I am um, so glad he made it back to the manor safely. Yes, I he was seems, very worried. He seems quite keen to speak with you. Uh, but no need to worry. Uh, Basil is turning his ear as we speak, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> tall tale, oh, yes. I'm sure. <laughs> Well, now, now, Wilhelm, before you start running off, you just look a little hungry as well. Do you want me to get you get you a bowl? Oh, I couldn't possibly. Are you impose. sure? I, it's and my then you famous just hear rabbit. A loud grumble come from his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, child. She turns and begins to walk towards the That's kitchen. A snack. She soon, very quickly, returns with a a large bowl um, as she hands it over to you. Oh, we finished off the bread during during dinner, but uh, I, 
I'm, I'm sure you'll like the rabbit stew. It have my secret ingredient in there. Oh, good chef always keeps it a secret. Oh, <laughs> fellow you, chef. Uh, I like to think so. Well, then I can tell you my secret. My secret ingredient is butter. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wilhelm's face lights up. <laughs> mm-hmm. You. You. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got yourself a good one here, butter. Carlos. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> she feeds me well. Uh, well, I have to... It's customary to bring a gift when, when you're a guest at someone's house, and being a fellow appreciator and all. I'm just going to pull out a, his book. A hundred ways. I could only think of four. Oh, you'd be surprised. It's the most versatile thing in the kitchen. She begins to flip through it. You, my friend, might just be a genius. Thank you very much for this. He starts to tear up. A little bit. <laughs> thank, truly, thank you. I'll honor it forever. <laughs> Carlos, say thank you for the gift. Thank you for the gift. <laughs> You're very welcome, Carlos. Uh, Listen, Wilhelm, you enjoy your food. Uh, I will yeah, be yeah. right back. There is just one thing I want to do. Of and, course. Um, She'll kind of leave the chatter of the the living room or the kitchen area, dining room, and she'll go into Greenmore's room uh, very, very slowly. And she'll kind of just like take it all in. Um, and I'm looking for something to keep from him. So she'll like run her hands on the walls and just look at how he left it. While looking around, there's small trinkets hung up and stashed away everywhere. Little things that Grimoire had borrowed from the marketplace. You see a few things that might be of interest to you. However, there's, as you push apart some of the small rubble, you find a strange little trinket that you'd never seen before. What looks to be, or what once was, a very long piece, what looks to be a thin copper rod that's now been bended and twisted into silhouettes, two to be exact. A large figure and a small figure with big ears seemingly connected by their two hands being held together. The small item is no more than the size of your palm, but the value, well, there's no way you could appraise something of this value. She'll hold it in her her uh, hand and she'll kind of like smile cry 
and she'll just sort of take it all in and just miss his little quirks and his chaos. And um, after a few moments pass, she'll just nod to herself and tuck the figurines away and just sort of like rub her heart a little. And then she'll linger in the doorway a little bit. And she'll, uh, yeah, goodbye, my little man. And she'll head out back to the kitchen, kind of like hide her tears a little. Uh, and if Wilhelm is done. Really? Because I've always used parsley. She's <laughs> <laughs> just sort of talking, talking up, Maggie. You can use it for a number of reasons, but the, the one thing I've always struggled with and hope to find it within your book is infusion. Page 43. Oh, oh, God. I'm so glad you came walking through our door. You can sell me a knife anytime, Wilhelm. You're welcome back here whenever you want. And so is this little cuddle muffin. Petunia is just completely turned yeah. into a puddle for Maggie as she easily rolls over on her belly. You can see it now bolsterous and, and pushing outwards with the uh, filled with good rabbit stew as, as her and Carlos continuously to, to rub the belly of young Petunia. Yeah. Oh, are you uh, all set to go there, Oxon? Yes, full belly, ready to go. Petunia has full belly too, huh? And she'll like lean down and rub Petunia's belly as well. She'll get in on the, the love fest <laughs> over there. And I tell that she's been crying. Uh, make an insight check for me. Oksana, make a deception check for me. That's who contested role? Who will win? Oh, not bad. 15. The 15. Oh! oh! <laughs> Whose charisma is oh, higher? Shit. Um, my charisma. I got a plus looking... one. <laughs> I've got a zero. Okay. I mean, technically, insight is wisdom, but uh oh, it is what it is. I have a plus two. <laughs> I also Fair have enough. a zero. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You can see, while there doesn't seem to be any wetness on her cheeks, clearly her eyes are a little bit puffy, a little bit red. However, the rest of her face shows no real emotion. You can see that she seems ready for whatever's next. Yeah. Just taking a note of it. Uh, he will then throw his arm out for Oxada to grab. Just try to be a gentleman in a elderly person's home to impress. She'll, she'll stare at you confused. <laughs> I, um, you want to... yeah, let's be on our Maggie, way. I have May, your as, ring right here. As, <laughs> as William holds out his arm, so Maggie walks over to you, grabbing your arm, and kind of slightly puts your hands around his. That's what you gotta do, Oxy. Are we teleporting? <laughs> You'll need this, but yes. <laughs> like, kind of just hold the ring out for uh, you. I see, I see. Thank you. A gentleman and a scholar. 
It has been a pleasure getting to know you two. I hope to see you again very soon. And uh, I'll be sure to bring some some baked goods next next time. Oh, a bake off! I love bake offs. Oh, I'm so excited. Maybe we can share recipes too. Oh, oh, Carlos, are you hearing this? Yes, I hear it. It's good to see you again, Oksana. Wilhelm, it's nice to meet you as well. Both welcome back anytime, and don't worry about knocking on the door. We're all friends here. Lovely. Lovely again. It was very Shall good we? to see you again, Maggie, <laughs> Carlos. Next time will not be so long. We look forward to it, child. Both okay, you. lock your door, please. Don't leave your door open, please. <laughs> all right, all right, you two go. And she begins to shove you guys from the back. <laughs> okay, okay. Come along, Petunia. <laughs> okay. All right. And then we'll... Bing, bing. Yep. All right. As you both leave the entrance of the home, taking one look back, you see both Carlos and Maggie standing in the doorway, wide smiles, both waving you goodbye. And with that... You both pop on your rings, think of the manor, and in a flash, Maggie and Carlos watch you vanish. As they both give each other a smile, Carlos puts his hand around his wife, leading her back inside, closing the door, followed by the sounds of a lock. Hey, they learned. And that's where we're going to take a short rest for the evening. Ah. With that said, guys, uh, thank you so much for the uh, all the bits, the the subs, everything along those lines. Wish we could yeah, have uh, wish we wish we could have chatted about it, but we were kind of in the middle of something. Uh, but we do appreciate it every time. We there is a a hydrate cast that's been cast, uh, and uh, let's raise a glass, shall we? To all the trippers Cheers. out there, thank you very the much trippers. to all of you. Cheers. And, and an extra thank you to uh, Dave, Dag, and Jess for such a feel-good Grimoire episode in remembrance. <laughs> in memory. In the feels. It hurt a lot. It hurt a lot. <laughs> that, Dave, Dag, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You came mm-hmm. all prepared for this tonight, didn't you? Oh, all right. God. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when you guys were leaving, they're waving in the doorway. I totally got like a Prince's Bride vibe when they were like leaving that hermit house, with the two mm. only couple. Oh, Spoilers. God. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> okay, quick acrobatics check before we go. Hold okay. on. Everybody up. Everybody stand right. up. Everybody in the audience stand up as well. We're going to go over on this side. Uh, this one's This one's called the Gaping Goblin on this one. <laughs> oh, no, I thought you had to do like the. Oh, and this one's called the downward dryad. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right there. Okay, we're good. 
okay, with that said, we're going to hop on a very short break. Uh, we probably five, ten minutes, something like that, just to do the bio things, get a beer. I mean, apple juice, because we don't drink beer on this channel. No, never. Uh, so I would uh, suggest you go do the same. Go get your orange juices, your apple juices, your pineapple juices, your rabbit stew juices, whatever pleases your soul. Go and get it. Uh, now is the time for beverages and refreshments and everything along those lines and hey if you have a question if you're new here uh and you have a question about the cast the campaign myself the life universe or anything inside of it drop it down in chat over the break and we will answer it uh promptly when we return but with that said guys we will see you very shortly love all your faces and we'll see you real soon and we are back, ladies and gents. Uh, we did have a couple questions on uh, break, so we'll rifle through those relatively quickly. Um, question for DM Dave. Do you like hurting our feelings with old people NPCs? Listen, Kaz, <laughs> I make absolutely no uh, qualms or, or uh, any kind of lies towards you. Trauma bonding is the best kind of bonding. Uh, question for Swiss. Are you lulled in complacent, into complacency that Dave won't kill Tristan in this episode? <laughs> it's, it's still too early to say. It's too early to say. <laughs> True. True. Uh, question for Jess. Do you think Oksana will ever love anyone as much as she loved Grimoire? No. <laughs> no, she won't. Oh. She oh, there is, there is oh. love. I mean, how do you deny there. that? No shot. Okay, let's break home. it down. Yeah. That's the, that was like her only. It's a different kind of love. Yeah, oh, that was her family. That was like the first connection she ever made with something that could speak English. Like <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a bear. Like no, that's her family. Yeah. No. That's Fair enough. For her. Um, <laughs> to the entire cast plus Dave. Where do you think your characters will be 15 years from now? Wilhelm, <laughs> we'll start with you. Sure. Uh, Wilhelm would be, he would have opened a bakery next door to the newly reformed orphanage in Dog's Breath. Very good. V? Uh, I mean, let's be honest. Um, since she sent it's a little pretty cold message, uh, she'll probably be dead, but if by chance she survives, <laughs> <laughs> probably, um, I don't know, s sailing a ship of her own, probably. Fair enough. All right. Dag just got back, so we'll give him a second. Tristan. Uh, probably, probably burying his old teammate somewhere. Fair. Wow. Very fair. Yeah. Uh, we expected teammate. a different answer. All of us just waiting around to bury us all. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, Scrump. Chat. Do you think Scrump's going to last 15 years? <laughs> <laughs> I I expected you to say that he was clearly going to be king. <laughs> king of all horses. Yeah. Also. King, king Scrump, He's Lord of Horses. King of the goblins. Yeah, yeah. King Scrump, Lord somehow, of Horses. <laughs> yep. If somehow Scrump survives, there's going to be a horde of horse hybrid goblins plaguing the land. <laughs> <laughs> Pay that. 
It's I'm a best case that he dies. Clumsy amalgamations too. Like it's just yeah. not. It doesn't. It's work. Goblin Bottom Horse Top. <laughs> yeah, I was about yeah. to say it's a reverse. Yeah. It's a reverse centaur of goblins. Yeah, the really dragging these tiny legs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One push, you knock him right over. Oh man, Oksana, what about you? If like if she had it her way, she's she's gonna try to see if she can finish Greenmore's work Aww. with the orphanage. Okay. Fair enough. And Sicarius? Well, for like, like V, let's, let's see if they can survive in the next few months here. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but if he does, oh, that's a loaded question because there's a lot of little outcomes that I could see for Sicarius based on how things play out. So let's just say if there's a 15-year plan for him, it, it is definitely retiring away from adventuring and trying to settle down somewhere away from all the chaos. Fair enough. I'll leave it, I'll leave it right. as like that. That doesn't right. sound right. That's not enough. Yeah. Sicarius, the hero of the story, is clearly just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's certain goals, but let's just, you know, I can't, yeah. you know, it depends on how things play out will determine what he does. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so therefore, true. there's that's too true. many <laughs> options and too many, you know, timelines that, you know, I'm hoping for a more peaceful one, but we'll see how things go. Right, might not have to kill Yeah, the party. that feels right in line with Sicarius's character. A peaceful yeah. resolution. 15 years from now, right now, not so much. But, you know, we're talking 15 yeah. years. Up to year 14, just murder. 15, maybe read okay, a book. Really figures it one out. Guard. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh. he wasn't always like this. Fair. Uh, Basil, what do you think you're going to be doing in 15 years? Hmm. Well, if I live, um... I love how everyone's like... <laughs> if we <Yeah>. live. <laughs> so, um... I think, I think it's one of two things. Either... Well, no, maybe three things. Okay, either one, he would be, um... Helping spearhead a new age of acceptance of magic in Dawn's Gate. Using his museum as a means to educate people about the uses of magic and how it benefits people's lives rather than endangers them. Um, second would be, depending on obviously if it goes a particular way, maybe safeguarding the books of the sympaths and making sure that, you know, they don't fall into unworthy hands or making sure there's like a, a group of us who have that power that have those same goals to kind of want empathy and all these other emotions to be in the world, but not necessarily be driven by it. Mm. Um... And lastly, just uh, maybe sailing the Astral Sea. That'd be the kind of like the, this is Basil's selfish um, finish. You know, what okay. Basil really wants to do is just be on a boat nice. and um, sailing around. Well, So n n Nightmare King is coming after 15 years. Yeah. Oh, no, no. That'll, that'll resolve one way or another way before 15 years. <laughs> Fair. Uh, well, I play quite a few characters in this campaign, so I'll focus on my personal favorite, which is Jed. Jed! Um, Jed 100% will have started his own booze cruise in the Astral Sea nice. with a massive <laughs> dance floor. that Like, like a Margaritaville? Yeah, straight yeah, up Margaritaville. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where everybody I feel like does... we saw our two passengers just a few minutes ago. Yeah, gonna unlock that door and get on the booze cruise. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's that's really what it is. Where he Maggie teaches, he teaches, yeah. he teaches the finite dance of the stank leg. 
Um, it's it's a new form of astral line Thank dancing. Luke. It's it'll it'll be fantastic. I mean, I if I ever open God up a restaurant, Jed. it's going to be called Jed's Astral Boat. <laughs> I love it. Can I get a follow up? Where's uh, Where's Stinky at? Fifteen years. Uh, Stinky. Uh, I think he probably would be your queen. Yeah, I feel like that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and it's th- it's clearly a power marriage. Oh yeah, for sure. I it's mean, all political. Uh, honestly, you'll yeah. Mm. I mean, realistically, you'll both have socks at that point. So yeah. I mean, it's 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 anybody's game. <laughs> uh, will the chat NPC redemption be returning for this campaign? Did I turn it off? Hmm. Yeah, yeah it's you not active it right now. I turned it off. Oh, I turned it off for that one episode. Okay, uh, I'll turn that back on. My bad. I mean, there's always uh, a possibility of Sakari's just taking over the whole realm. I mean, there's that. Okay, there it is. Again, there's the real the, I, I want to retire Africa, peacefully <laughs> as a warlord <laughs> that rules with an iron fist. Amazing. Waiting for Amazing. that. Yeah. I mean, that's what y'all wanted, so, you know. <laughs> uh, will NPC Blink be making another appearance? He gave me real hero vibes. He was a true hero. He was absolutely a true hero. Um, we'll see. We will see. I was going to say, use the past tense was. I'm like, did he die already? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't think there was any other questions that I see. I have a question. You have a question? Is it now canon that anytime there's any sort of little bit of time magic (laughs) to fuck up, Alara will be involved? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for now, it's probably a good bet. I I, mean, I would say. To be fair, who else really knew about time magic outside of her after? That's yeah. true. We killed Brazilian so far. Spoilers. <laughs> what if people are watching these out of order? I'll just. I'll we did what? Go watch campaign one. <laughs> <laughs> Available on YouTube. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into back, to, back into the episode, shall we? as Wilhelm and Oksana you feel once again the familiar tug of the teleportation almost like someone's pulling at your belly button a little too hard (laughs) what you've never had anybody pull your belly button before no I'm just trying to picture what that would feel like what is that? Just me? Damn, Rob's pulling his belly button. Oh, your belly yeah. button. You also have an innie. How does someone pull an innie? What if you have an outie? It's like a hook with tweezers. <laughs> yeah. You know. You know what? Just after that statement, I I can near guarantee that most of the audience reached down to their belly button. They're like, "What does that feel like? <laughs> pulling too hard on? Okay, strange. If you did it, you have to admit it in chat." <laughs> Yeah, exactly. (laughs) In a blink of an eye, you've returned back to the gazebo proper. The sun now at dusk. Or wait, no. The sun now clearly set. You can see from the windows that there still seems to be lights on with inside. And from the chimney smokes a very large bellow of smoke. 
the two of you begin to make your way towards the manor. Thank you for coming to get me. I appreciate this. It was a pleasure. I'm very much looking forward to getting to know you. And uh, he, he looks like he's about to say something else for a minute there. And then he lets it go. <laughs> Tell me, how did you meet my friends? Hello, we're, uh, I'm actually uh, with the Band of Liars. Uh, they recruited me into your group as uh, it seems... Everything seems to be coming to a head here. So, uh, I am, I have had prior dealings with your friend, uh, Scrump. He oh, once turned me yes. into a blueberry muffin. Uh, I smelt What great. do you mean? He is Lord of Muffins, too. Yes, yes. <laughs> In an smart. instant, I watched all of my friends turn into blueberry muffins, myself included. He is more powerful than I imagined. <laughs> There's a true hidden potential there that, that I hope we get to see come out. Wow. Well, I uh, was going to offer you uh, I had some leftovers. I fixed you a plate, but uh, I, see, I know that you already ate. <laughs> so? Closes, but... <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> You are some kind of cook? Oh, if only you knew. And you will know. In time. He gets, like, really intense. <laughs> <laughs> Oksana tears up a little bit. Oh my god. <laughs> I am so glad they found you. <laughs> well, let's not keep your, your guest waiting. Yes, let's go. Okay. We'll head inside. As uh, as you enter inside, you see most of your companions in and around the main common room. Uh, some still in the kitchen, others made their way over to the dining room. And Oksana, as you look around, seeing all of the smiling faces of your companions, all very much, uh, very much happy to see your return. You don't see Mars anywhere. Where is Mars? I was told he came back here. Oh, hello to you, too. So nice to see you. You know, we came and saved you and all that. Yes, okay. I was back already. Remember from last episode? No, because... <laughs> <an> episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was dying. <laughs> I, was, I was on... Oh, right. You were dying. Death. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, go back, go back, go back. Nope, Fade. that's canon. Fade. <laughs> Apparently, Oksana can now glad. break the fourth wall. As good as say, is aware that this is all a game. <laughs> so glad to see you conscious. Come, give me a hug. It's not really my thing. I'll hug you against your will. Okay. If yeah. I have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I rolled a grapple. 
And V's just sort of like like you know the awkward hug where you don't really know how to how to do it and you just sort of lightly tap on the back. That's okay. I've got enough hug for the both of us. Yeah. <laughs> and then she'll look at Basil. Basil, well done. Um you thank you. You fought I, uh, well. Well, thank you. I uh um oh uh yeah, I, I lived. That's that's a good thing. Um, I, I have something for you, actually. So, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna waste our time and recap the whole thing. I tell her about the, <laughs> the wizard and all that stuff, and eventually, I imagine at some point, I just see Oksana's eyes rolling into the back of their head, and I turn around and I say, "I got you a ring. It will make you dodge better, I guess." And I'm going to hand the ring of evasion to Oksana. Another ring! And she'll put it on another finger. Thank you, Basil. This is very kind. I was gonna say, if Oksana put it on the wrong finger, I was gonna be like, oh no! That's fine. Here we are. It's very possible that she did. I don't know what finger I'm supposed to put it on, so... V rolls her eyes. <laughs> Sorry, so, you yeah. were asking something. So uh, where is Mars? He was here where did I he left. go? Is everything he's, okay? He's in the library. He's looking over the scroll we got from the Lucrums. You got the scroll. Well done. Well, thank you. You guys have done great. I am so happy to be back. And she'll just and kind of we, like, she's just having a feel good moment. We are friends. happy that you are back too. Me too. Those weirdos started taking my blood. It was very creepy, I have to say. Sorry it took us so long. That's okay. I wasn't there to help. <laughs> He's not wrong, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. I mean, technically speaking, in the time it took for us to save her, we got a new friend. That friend got kidnapped. That friend then liberated themselves. We then reunited with that friend and then managed to go and save our own friend. Holy shit. This was was a very long 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) fourth wall miss happening right now (laughs) (laughs) all right well to um i suppose put a pin in this while mars is uh researching some stuff we do have an a um i guess an appointment of sorts um we are looking for a uh a woman by the name of aurelia who is said to be the um a relative to the king we've received word from um and at this point, Basil will sort of trip over his words, realizing that he's about to just blurt out the stuff about the vision, and instead just looks at V to sort of gauge. Um... She's not even looking at him, but she picks up what he's putting down. <laughs> but she doesn't, doesn't make eye contact. She'll just say, well... <laughs> well... Remember how I was sort of on the brink of death, as I tend to uh, be a lot these days. Um, This time, uh, it seems I was so close, uh, I actually, I I 
I heard Grimoire talking to me. Well, you can't do it in both halves. (laughs) I know, I know. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he gave us us a warning, essentially, that we're fucked, to sum it up. And uh, everything is happening quickly, and we must uh, seek assistance from Aurelia. You spoke to him. No, I was mostly dying. He spoke to me. <laughs> <laughs> a lot Did of he on the... your part. <laughs> That's Did, he sound the... Did he sound well? He sounded um, like Gr- Grimoire. He, I think he was more concerned about me. He did sort of make a jab that I was taking a rest too long, you know almost dying um but it mostly he can he was... see us he knows what's happening I, I, yes i guess i guess you could say that yes she'll kind of like look around uh, to see everybody's <laughs> reaction because she's like amazed by that and very comforted by that and she'll just like hold the little figurines which nobody else knows is there Yes, in a way, he's still protecting us. That was his way. Mm-hmm. So, so who is this? Who is this Aurelia person? Is a king, nephew, what? We don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> yes. So Grimor said in V's vision that uh, Aurelia may have answers that we need, that we will need her assistance in the conflict to come. Oh, we know that um, she is dining regularly with um, the librarian, Cesoria, uh, I think. Sorry, Cesoria? Uh, so, the uh, lore, because it has been a full week since we were last on, Princess Aurelia is the niece of the king, mm-hmm. and her tutor is Cesora Goldgrip. Yes, who takes her to a place known as the Calepsi Gardens. We're hoping to be able to perhaps intercept her there and, um, well, quite frankly, see if she's willing to ally with us in the coming conflict, which now has a deadline of the upcoming festival. Oh, that creepy festival. Maggie mm-hmm. and Carlos told me that they make fake people from hay and burn them. <laughs> it, it, it was called effigy. Dave, just effigy. D- <clears throat> effigy. Do we have any sort of like prior, like understanding of what the ceremony is, or is this the first time we're really hearing about that? Uh, if if you've spent any time in the uh, during the um, during the solstice, winter solstice. No, I don't think that's what it is. If you've spent any time around Harvest Time within Dawnsgate, you would know of this kind of ritual tradition, if you will, um, where, yeah, they, they basically dress people up like workers that uh, that whose work depends and relies on the harvest, and they, they burn the effigies. Ceremony is sometimes weird. That is all I know. 
In about a week, Carlos said he has been working very hard. Um, I think at this point, V will recap everything that was shared uh, by Grimoire's father, just to, mm-hmm. you know, speed up the understanding <laughs> of uh, all the stuff with her blood and the gods and blah, blah, blah. So that's... Oxana will, I maybe understand like 18%. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So As that's... the brains of the party does. Yeah. Yeah. This sure. takes the important stuff. Forget the rest. Yeah. <laughs> As you all continue to have this conversation, suddenly you hear the scuttering of feet on the floor as it moves closer and closer to the common area. Whipping around the corner, you can see Mars now with the scroll pulled out in front of his face while he seems very intent on it. I... I think I found another piece of the puzzle. Oh, Oxada, you've made it. Mars, my friend, and she'll like swoop down and give him a big hug. Oh. I am so glad you made Oh, oh no. <clears throat> Don't leave us in suspense. Oh, she's... What, did she <laughs> what did she say? Oh, God, what did she say? <laughs> she's <laughs> overloaded her hug. We'll there never she know. Is. Oh. You back? You cut over and you hug them. That's fine. (laughs) You're like I hug. Perfect timing. (laughs) (laughs) I am so glad you made it back. I was very worried. A very strong one, Oxada. Oh. Oh. Yes. It's a little bit. It's good to see you too. I've I've met all of your friends here. They've been very cordial. Hmm. Yes, they are wonderful. I can see why Grimor, Siv, liked them so much. A- anyway, I've been looking over this scroll. I've been translating part of this for the Crimson Herald for what's years at this point in time. I've never seen the full manuscript before, but looking at it, it has so much more knowledge in here than I, I could have ever asked for. I- and I think, Basil, you were the, you were the one who was saying something about the Simpass. Now, I've heard that word before. Something to do with the tome that she carries around with her. It, a source of, of her power. I, it, it's... It, from my understanding, and from the history that I've accumulated over the time, the Simpaths, there was a, a moment in time, long ago, where... The merging of them, if I remember correctly, was part of the reason why the Feywild was broken away from its own plane and brought into uh, uh, this realm as as Lumnador. Um, but that got me to thinking, there is a part of this manuscript that does require if for, for a massive resurrection or restoration, a piece of either the the old body or something uh, 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 that uh, was was close to the body at some point uh, would would heighten the power of the ritual itself. Now, if I put two and two together, if the sympaths are capable of ripping open a, a breach, if you will, between the realms, they could essentially collect a piece of a dead god and bring it back to the material plane, specifically for this ritual. You are talking of planes? Yes, yes, the (laughs) the various planes. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
My thoughts exactly, Oksana. So this is... Th this would make sense if they're using that as the... the... the, the binding piece. The godseed that was collected from Oksana as the catalyst. Then the other portion must be the... the power that is used for the ritual. And do you have <laughs> an inclination of what the power is? Uh, I, I am getting to that. I'm still translating it. It'll probably take me the remainder of the evening. Yeah, if I if I go through if I go through the entire night studying it, I I I can try and get through it before morning. But uh, no, look, uh, Mars. We we have time and we have things that we need to do as well. You have endured a lot. I think. I think for the sake of the translation, you should rest up for now. And are then you, perhaps commence in the morning. Are you sure? I, I I I just want to make sure that I'm helping. You are. And you've already done so much for us. We do have a week. That is plenty of time, especially at the rate you suggest you might be able to do this. And um, of course we want to make sure that you're not too tired to do these translations that you might errantly slip in your works. It would do benefit to all to make sure that you are well rested. Uh, all right. If if you say that we have the time, Basil, then I could use some rest. It's been a bit of a, a, an emotional and stimulating last few days. We insist. Rest. Please. Is there a, a a room that I could stay in? It's fine if not. I could sleep on the floor. It's you can um, have my room. I would. Uh, I wouldn't about, want to take your room, Oksana. No, I would. Grimoire's room. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! She's turned it into a shrine. <laughs> no, I was, she's made I was she's just, made a tiny like fur effigy like, out of all of Grimo's shavings like you know I, just made a tiny little furry Grimo it's a sense of get a new soul I, room. I feel like it would be sad if it's all the same Oksana I wouldn't mind staying in Siv's room even if it's just to maybe feel a bit closer to him for one more night if this is what you prefer, of course. I'd like that, if it's all right with all of you. Of course. Thank you. I will uh, show you the way. I, I, I'll return the scroll to the library first, but we'll go after if that's all right. Yes. Okay, I'll return in a moment. And you see him scutter off again. Well, so, uh, what is, what was our plan? We sleep and then head out in the morning? Or are we waiting for a pluck to come? I can't remember. Well, I think I much thinking, like we he's said. He's taking a lot of bumps on the head. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was, yes, yes. We we should definitely follow the advice we just gave to poor Mars and, and get some rest ourselves. We did go through quite a bit. I am confused. 
About what, Oksana? Well, she has half of what she needs, the Crimson Herald. Mm -hmm. And we don't know what other half of what she needs is. This is why we are going to... Okay, then I am not confused. <laughs> uh -huh. Fantastic. Good, good. Uh... No, no. <laughs> really growing. It has been a pleasure to watch you grow. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. So then I guess... Yes, I, I think it would be best if we went to sleep. If she is... If we are going to this garden, I don't think much tutoring will happen at night, right? No. So, why not take some rest? So, hold on a second. Again, hit really hard on the head. So, our plan is to just walk into the garden. Like, what is our plan? Did we come up with one already? Or... No, we do not have a plan. Okay, what, so... What if we dress up as gardener? Aurelie. Um, mm. I think... Uh, didn't Basil have a plan of some kind? Uh, yes. This. I believe Maybe we spoke of... Also, it could be just a trap that we're being sent into it as well. You mean... Uh... Grimo's vision is trying to send us on a trap, Sicarius. It's quite possible if it's not actually Grimoire and it was just used as his image. It's possible. Lots of things <laughs> are possible. Oh, you. Okay. <laughs> I'm just so, being realistic so that there's many odds. You're being real big, you're being realistic by casting doubt on a vision in, in, in someone's dream. This is a I'm very weird world. We live just in. stating a point. Anyway. The plan as <laughs> Because everywhere we we've gone so far, there's been something waiting there to kick our butts. Yes, but usually they trick us with food or something and put us to sleep before they try to kill us. I'm trying to avoid that. Twice. That's true. Or, or I just end up making friends with them. Now listen. Exactly. The plan, Very suspicious. <laughs> the plan is that we're going to use the um, the name of Vespera as the Oracle of Love, a very high-profiled individual within the city, in order to try and ascertain a sudden table to secure an appearance. This is just what we're going to be using in order to try and get us through the front door. Once we're there, however, we are simply there uh, to the capacity of guests until hopefully we run into uh, them around lunchtime, which is when we believe that they should be uh, going to the gardens. Okay, I will not talk. Got it. So why don't you call her now? Well, we're not actually asking Vespera to come. We're just using Vespera's name. I mean, we could ask her oh. to come, but I mean, I don't feel as... I, I feel as though maybe relying a little too much on her might um, ingratiate our efforts to her a little bit more than I'd be comfortable with. Thus far, we've been fortunate she's not asked for anything in return for everything she's done already, but I am not overly eager to push that further than necessary. And I don't think it'd be necessary, at least here. All right. All right. Well, oh, I have, I forgot. I have that item that can make me look like her. So there's that too. Ooh, you could pretend well. to be her. Wonderful. Even even better. Well, 
I think we have a plan. I think we have uh, our deadlines and everyone has their tasks. I'm going to get some rest. Good night, Basil. Basil doesn't say good night, but he does seem to go off with uh, a lot on his mind. Aww. What an asshole. But this is the first time Oxana's seen that. It's like, oh, Basil. And then it's like, oh, wait. Hmm. Yeah, she'll ask out loud. What is the matter with him? Awkward silence. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I'm... Looks at V. I'm... <laughs> Oh, look at V. Yes. You love this. <laughs> mm, Basil and I had a little talk, and I don't think it went the way that he probably would have wanted it to. What did you talk of? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, missing like, all yeah. and she's missing all of your social cues the fact that you <laughs> obviously don't want to talk about it not yeah. registering i just realized in this moment that like oxana is the perfect inquisitor for v <laughs> <laughs> so earnest well i just told him how it was how is it what are we talking of? How what is? <laughs> Suddenly I out just... of the corner of your eye you see uh, Wilhelm stirring a pot and looking over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you said that. He's a guy return... when it comes to love. Uh... I'm glad you said it. As you returned to the kitchen, Wilhelm, you would have found it in a complete mess. And uh, Scrump <laughs> has had every cupboard, every drawer, every utensil. Uh, either throwing about or on the table while you were gone. Uh, there's been a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Wilhelm, hey, you're back. Oh, cool, you can help me clean up. Did you know <laughs> that you could put stuff inside butter? You like get picked up by the ch by the chest wow. and pushed up against a wall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey! What I like it when done? you make me feel. What I have you done to my kitchen? I unlock secrets that you'll never find out. <laughs> no release. <laughs> oh God! Everything can be cleaned. Everything's fine. I had an idea. You like butter. I like potions. What if I combine them? Uh, he kind of holds up. One of the hundred ways to use butter. <laughs> one hundred and one. And he holds up like a stick of butter. <laughs> Potion 101. <laughs> Oh my so, god. Oh. The stick of butter is like red tinted. It is literally just a healing potion infused butter. So next time we gotta heal, somebody's gotta mouth this thing down when oh they want some help. <laughs> Sign me up. Okay, perfect. Alright. <laughs> now scrump. Enough stalling for V now. Scrump, I will I will say that you did receive an experimental elixir this evening. Oh, perfect. Hey! So he has two sticks of butter and he's like, I don't know what this one does. <laughs> 
<laughs> Still dying from the joke. Wilhelm will snatch it. <laughs> the, the, which one? The healing or the other? No, the other one. Experimental. <laughs> Perfect. He'll pop it open. And he's eyeing you the whole time. Just It's it's a straight stick of butter. It's like a <laughs> stick of butter. <laughs> as 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 it uh, as you as you pop it open, you see that all he's really done is just shoved a vial directly into the butter for this one. See, Dave, I pictured the butter had like broken glass in it. <laughs> yeah, like he made it with just like a mortar and pestle. He just literally stuck butter just and the potion bottle and just and one healing potion. Wilhelm wants to know that all of this mess wasn't for nothing, and therefore he's gonna drink it. You're gonna drink the butter potion. He's gonna drink the 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 the, the experimental chattel You know the oh, one. Okay. Oh god. All right. Oh, god. Well, hold on. Let me get the let me get the roll table. Fifteen minutes left in this episode. Let's go crazy. Oh boy. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, where did I put those? Okay, let's go. Let's jump back to the V scene for a moment with Roxana. She's squirming. I'm not gonna let her off that easy. Don't worry. I got out of it. I was trying to save it for the cliffhanger. Time V opens up a little bit here. As V, yeah, V stares towards Oxana's blank but inquisitive face, seemingly <laughs> not off the hook yet. Mm. I believe the question was, what are we speaking of? Right. Um, <laughs> look, I just... I had to know what what he wanted from me. I have just, look, you have seen it. I have gone down so many times and almost died so many times. And frankly, the only reason that I am here today is because of Basil. And he keeps coming in and risking himself to save me every time. Mm -hmm. So I needed to know why. You are complaining of help. Haven't you understood no, that she's like not used to people being there for her? That's quite obvious. Nobody like Oksana to put shit in perspective. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to clipboard and pen. I am confused. He is doing nice thing for you. You should be you should be happy. I just look, I just don't I just don't want it. Why not? <laughs> you don't want help when you are dying. For somebody who's always complaining that no one's there, you get it and now you don't want it. I do not understand either. I don't want it from Basil because Basil He's always getting himself into trouble, and he's for me. And if I happen to, for instance, this time, if I woke up and he didn't come back, I don't think I'd be able to live with myself. And I don't want that. I don't want that version of my future. You don't want to help him. What? This is problem? 
You said if you woke up and he didn't come back. Yes. You don't want him around because he helped you. She's afraid no. of the loss. Yes, if if he didn't come back as in everybody's chiming in on psychoanalyzing me. <laughs> right. Well because he he risked himself. Basil has barely any way of healing or getting me anywhere. And in fact, from the account of things, he was left there alone with the person that almost killed us all. So if he didn't come back, meaning he died, mm. that is what I don't want. Out of the corner of your eye, you see uh, Wilhelm stirring a pot and leaning in, and then Scrum <laughs> far shorter with a smaller pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's just got glass in it. <laughs> but we, this is part of friendship and of caring for somebody. There is risk involved. If he is willing to take it, then that is his business. Not if I can help it. I told him not to. So you're going to push him away before he even has a chance. Push him away from what? Looks at Oksana like, seriously, you can't tell? <laughs> no idea. No clue. Everything for her is platonic, so yeah. she doesn't get it. <laughs> Look, it's like this. If I tell him to stop, in a way, I am saving him. Because let's be honest, eventually it's not going to work. And the one time it doesn't work, he's going to die. But this is not your choice. It is it is it is his to make. It is nice that he's making that choice. I would make that choice for any one of you. This is friendship. Yes, friendship. It's too much for friendship. Would you do it for us? <laughs> she looks at Sakarius. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <What>? Wait. <laughs> at Sicarius and she says, "Yes." Well then, is your life not worth as much as ours? Yes, but it's Look, it's different with Basil, all right? It just is. I don't know why, it just is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> She's working it out. Therapist Oxana is my favorite Oxana so far. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Right after it's like Usana and Therapist Oxana. Like they're <laughs> yeah. Take it from me. It hurts when you lose somebody, but it's still those memories that you will hold on to forever. 
and it is worth taking that chance. That sounds like they're talking about stuff that we'd never understand, right, Wilhelm? Oh, wait. Sorry, Wilhelm. There's a tear running down Wilhelm's cheek. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just stir that for you, big guy. I'll take over for a second. Catches it in his little pot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oksana, I'm... uh... I'm ready to go when you are. She's still, she's looking at V and then like immediately forgets that she was ever interested. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then goes, of course, my friend, this way. And she'll head off to, um, Greenmore's room. Good, Good night, everyone. Pleasure to meet all of you. And she, he follows behind Oksana. Making your way up to the room. Oksana, you push the door open. Slowly. The room is relatively made up. However, there's a number of trinkets and objects that sit on Grimoire's bed. You can see predominantly... A small aviator cap with the goggles attached, sitting, resting close to the pillow. Another number of other items, including a small, small music box, a set of thieves' tools. Mars walks over to the bed, looking at some of the objects. Well, seems he was a smart one. If you wouldn't mind, Oksana, I wouldn't... I'd like to spend some time alone with his things. If it's all right with you, of course. Of course, my friend. Take all the time you need. And she'll back away slowly and uh, start to shut the door and say, Good night. Take some rest. We'll speak in the morning. Thank you again. Nothing to thank me for, my friend. And she'll shut the door. Okay. Oksana, what are you doing now? Are you headed back downstairs or are you headed to bed? I'm gonna I'm gonna make a snack and then go to bed. I'm gonna, like a, and by a snack I mean a full meal. <laughs> but just empty the fridge because she doesn't know how to cook. So like raw meat, whatever's whatever's around. in there. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Some questionable butter. Wilhelm Wilhelm had left you a plate on the on the, on the table in the kitchen. Ooh, she will absolutely take that. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Sicarius and V, what are you guys doing? Um, I think V feeling, uh, super vulnerable for, like, the first time in a very, very long time in her life, uh, will start to awkwardly, uh, walk away. 
<laughs> and retreat un unless unless the conversation continues but that's I think what she'll do okay <laughs> Sicarius as she's turning to walk away <clears throat> uh, he will say just remember what I said pushing everybody away too early it's not a very it's a very lonely place I know from experience too but once you open yourself up you'll know that you would do any I know you would do anything for that but you have to be willing to let yourself have it in the first place I know you don't really like to take anything I have to say but please if there is one thing if you truly want to pursue something, you have to let yourself be vulnerable, no matter the consequences. It may be lonely, but at least he'll be safe. And what is the fun in that? There's an adventure out there. You got to be willing to seek it out. Safe is not always the best path. Damn, Sakari. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, he wasn't always a murder hobo. <laughs> but he is now. Well, you know. He lost his true love, so, you know, killed the world. But anyway. Well. I know we haven't been on the best of terms. And thank you for what you're saying right now. I, I, I'll think about it. Also. I'm sorry for what I said about your fiance. I said it to hurt you. I'm very good at doing that with my words, as you can see Basil's reaction right now. It's a talent of mine. Yes, I know. And I will chalk it up as it was just our fight. So, things that are said, I'm willing to move on if you are. Because if what is coming up is truly what we've been told, if we don't have each other's back, then we will not succeed. Maybe not friends yet, but comrades... Let's not push it. Maybe with a <laughs> smile. <laughs> Alright. So, Good anyway. Night. Enough of this mushy crap. <laughs> he straightens up. That's my line. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in the morning. In the morning. Oh, a little V-Sicarius I like it. 
As V and Sicarius make their way to their separate rooms. Scrum, I need you to roll a D100 for me, please. <laughs> oh, perfect, let's do it. This is where we see what happens to Wilhelm once the di- butter starts digesting. Blueberry muffin, here I come. <laughs> All right, we got a 19. A 19. <gasps> That's when I lost my... <gasps> <laughs> oh, no. Wilhelm. As you kind of shrug looking at the stick of butter with the potion seemingly shoved inside of it, you take a long, deep breath before tilting your head back and pouring the potion down your throat. At first, you feel nothing. Until you begin to feel a rumbling in your stomach. (laughs) You feel bloated. But in the back. No. As you turn to look behind you, you see your buttocks now growing immensely. (laughs) (laughs) Elongating out farther. Than you've ever seen it before. Easily pushing back two, three, four feet away from your body. This buttocks, now almost taking on a mind of its own, begins to sprout two small appendages out the back. As it scrolls down to the Did bottom. Did we make this one? I don't remember. You realize <laughs> in that moment that Scrump truly is the Lord of Horses, as you have now become a centaur. <laughs> <laughs> How do I feel about this? Yes! The Lord Thank of you, Horses. <laughs> <laughs> The horse lord is nothing but without his patrons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wilhelm will look at Scrump. Uh, Scrump's on a moment. Oh, you fucked up. Really? No, no, go ahead. No, I'm here. I'm here. I'm hey, you look fine, Wilhelm. Did hey, you do something? Hey. Huh? You will speak of this to no one. And then he starts walking away. Um, it has to kind of like, he like kind of like knocks the bench out from this, from like the table, and he's like clearly like struggling, like getting used to walking like that. Does he clip clop? Do his hooves clip clop? You would definitely clip clop. Right? Yeah, there's definitely clip clopping happening. Uh, Bobby, 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 Bobby. Know, that's picking oh, up. My oh my god! I don't know how permanent this is. <laughs> Me neither. Is this gonna like when we wake up in the morning? Are you still gonna have centaur parts? I mean, kind of handy. That being said, I feel like half the chat and probably half of you don't know I'm a furbolg. So, I mean, it fits. <laughs> someone I mean, said it. Someone said it in chat. All hail Wiltar, and I like it. <laughs> Wiltar, good old Wiltar. Hey, man, it wouldn't be the worst yeah. thing being a centaur. It'd be kind of dope. Hard to fit in the kitchen, but it, that is my good. sign. You know. Yeah. Fair, Bobby. fair. Bobby, Bobby, 
What's it like being the What's it like being the centaur of attention? Bobby! 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 I like that one. That's a good one. Thanks, Dad. Quit horsing around. Oh, no. Oh, no. We have to end this episode quick. Yeah, end it. We're getting there. Don't worry. We're getting there. Nay, will I keep this any longer? Oh, um, no. As Will Hey, stop that. <laughs> heads to bed, followed closely <laughs> by Scrump. Scrump, you see the the wisping tail of Wilhelm as he kind of sways back and forth in between clumps. Scrump's giving up a few feet space on the steps in case he's got to take poopy. <laughs> <laughs> Came back just to hear in case he got to make poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going up the steps, going to bed. I'm just giving you a little bit, a couple foot breathing room, you know? As all make their way up towards their respective rooms, Tristan, remaining within the common room, you go look out the window as you typically do, being an individual not required of sleep. And as you do, you watch as the stars in the night sky start to fade in front of you. You feel your vision starting to blur. Before it goes black, and a vision crosses your eyes, as the focus of, as your eyesight comes back into focus, you find yourself in an otherwise darkened room. However, you hear the squeaking of something. You can hear something twirling, spinning, unsure to what it is. You begin to follow the sound. Suddenly you come across a door. No walls to be seen around it, just simply a door. Clearly, the sound is coming from the other side. Curious. You open the door and look through. Only to see a man, an older gentleman, a very long, straight gray beard. His face wrinkled and withered from age. Sitting at what looks to be a spinning loom, you see a golden thread passing through his hands as his foot bobs up and down on a pedal, causing the wheel to spin. As he looks over towards you, 
Hello, Tristan. You are in a place far, far from your home. But that, my friends, oh, oh. is going to be a story. How can how could for another you? day? <laughs> Called it. How <laughs> could you? Right before the reveal. Damn it! Unbelievable! <laughs> Freaking riot! Alara looks like right. crap. Hey, man. Just... <laughs> oh, God, what happened? Oh, uh, you know, hey. Lucy's, Lucy's sticking around with that. You kidding me? <laughs> wow. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yes, Blink, that, is, that was for the change of fate. And hey, I guess you guys are just going to have to tune in next week to find out who is this mysterious man sitting at... A golden spinning loom. And how long will Wilhelm be a centaur? That that too. That too. With that said, thank you all for joining us for the evening. If you've gotten this far, we ever so much appreciate you uh, from uh, for joining for the evening. Uh, and to the, our YouTube viewers, to our Spotify users, thank you again for your participation. And hey, YouTube people, put the comments down below. We'll read them in the next one, as apparently that's a new thing that we're doing. <laughs> um, aside from that, just a quick reminder. Yes, we are going to have our dice going on sale, not next week, but the following week, which you can find in our merch shop. Uh, and that is all I have for the evening. Someone buy me some time while I look for someone to raid. I got five minutes going here. Anybody got five minutes, three dollars. Five minutes, three dollars. We're gonna go on raid. Anybody sold? Five minutes, three dollars. Careful hey cantrip platinum. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Careful cantrip platinum. Okay, okay, enough. Oh, save that. Man, save that for my next year. Really no, needs no, 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 we're not He's doing that. We're not doing nice that. around this party. Um, <laughs> we are, guys, we are going to be raiding into our friends over at Art Hard Studio. Uh, they are back yeah. after a, a particularly long break. There's the raid message. You can copy and paste that uh, and just make sure that you're following and you get that free emote. We did that for a reason. Uh, please stick around for the raid. It helps us. It helps them. Uh, and it, uh, it's, it's a great time. Uh, for those of you who have followed for the evening, welcome to the Tripper fam. Totally not a cult around here. We just mm -hmm. like blood no. snuggles at midnight from time to time. Totally not a cult. Kool-Aid's on, on, uh, on the back table. <laughs> but with that said, to all of the adventurers out there, whether finding yourself back home with friends, knowing that a new mission is right around the corner, or a potion mixed up in your butter mm -hmm. that may mm -hmm. or may not turn you into a centaur. I beg of you all one word of caution. Be careful out there. You can trip. Guys, love all your faces and we'll see you in the next one. Oh, I gotta hit the raid button. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, okay, we're raiding. We're raiding now. Oh, it's fine. Okay, Everything's okay. fine. It's all right. I figured it out. It's all right. Okay. Cool. Play cool. Fly. See you next week. Bye. Love bye -bye. you. Bye. bye.